Hello, everybody. Sean Sewell with Engagement.com podcast. Today, you have a good friend, Leah Kay from Solvation Society. Welcome to the show, Leah. Hey, thanks for having me. My pleasure. So you are a really amazing person. Uh, great background. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into that. Um, well, let's jump into it. Where did you grow up? Awesome. I grew up in good old Fargo, North Dakota. Sweet. So just like the movies, the accents, the snow and everything. That's exactly where I came from. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's cool because she came over here and I was like, how's the snow adjustment going for you? I'm like, then I realized that this is nothing yeah, yeah. compared to where you're from. This is warm. It's a warm day. It's it's like, what, 38 degrees right yeah, now? Yeah, it's not even freezing. This is yeah. nothing. Yeah, This is hot to me. <laughs> it's a hot winter. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, so growing up in Fargo, um, family, mother, father, brother, sister? Yep, yep. Uh, mom, dad, still together. Older sister, younger brother. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Yep. Cool. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a middle child. Middle child. Middle child. What's that like? Um, I, it was good. I was mm -hmm. the troublemaker for sure. So like <laughs> my brother, my little brother learned what not to do <laughs> right after oh, me. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, when did you decide to move to Colorado? Um, so I moved to Denver. God, it feels like forever ago um march or april may of 2017 oh yep, real so recent two and a half years ago wow yep no i know from our previous podcast um you were studying for a phd it was wow yep. what a change to just <laughs> yeah yeah to what so it was kind of crazy so like my undergrad was genetic engineering um wow. i love science i am a science nerd um so I got my undergrad and still didn't know what I wanted to do. So I'm like, well, I might as well just get my master's. So mm -hmm. like more education, get a better job What is what was going through my head. Um, so then I got my master's in food chemistry. Um, and then after I got my, uh, earned my master's, I still didn't know what I wanted to do for sure. I thought maybe I wanted to be a professor. Maybe I wanted to be like a chemist in a lab. Mm -hmm. um, so then I went to get my PhD in carbohydrate chemistry so what is that um basically it's like a food development like a develop developing food products like the whole science behind it like working for a big company something like that um wow a, i have a lot of questions about yeah. this like given our <laughs> fitness and nutrition backgrounds mm -hmm. what led you to that um so during my master's i studied a lot about carbohydrates um for my master's thesis and um, I was basically basically invited to be brought on into the PhD program because I was really good at it. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Like I loved my degree. I don't regret it at all, but I knew like my first week in to my PhD, like I just felt like I didn't fit in. Like mm -hmm. I loved what I did. I loved the people I work with, like nothing bad. I just knew it wasn't what I wanted to do long term. And I don't know why I figured like the first week it was just like sitting there doing all this research. And I was like, I, I just don't, I can't do this. Wow. For so you had a legit like gut intuition. I did. And you went with it. I did. That's a great skill. Yep. Yeah. It goes far in life for mm -hmm. sure. Trust your gut. Wow. Yep. Carbohydrate chemistry. Yes. What, like the end goal, do you want to make energy bars or design? Like what was the, I, you know, it's funny. Like when I started my PhD, I thought maybe like I wanted to develop my own type of food product. 
Cool. So like opening my own company develops. I didn't know what I wanted to create. Actually, my first idea was like creating my own kombucha brand because I, I used to make my own kombucha. Like with the mother and all that stuff? Yeah, I did. Wow. And I had fun with it. And I thought maybe that would be a fun thing to pursue. But I'm glad I didn't. Um, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. But <laughs> yeast. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kombucha yeah. chemistry to headbands. <laughs> yes. Quite a change. <laughs> quite a segue. Yeah. Wow. All right. So you're up in school uh, in Fargo. Yeah. And then you come down, you decide to come down to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Why to Colorado? So one of my really good girlfriends, she moved to Denver years ago. So every time I came out and I visited her, so Fargo is very flat. There's nothing there. It's mm-hmm. always cold. So yes. <laughs> I bet. Um, every time I came and visited my girlfriend, she... Um, I just fell in love with the mountains and everyone's so active, like relative to where I'm from. And it's just, there's so many things to do here. And I just fell in love with it. So I knew I always, for a couple of years, I knew I wanted to li- just move to Denver, but sure. I just never did it. Never took that plunge. I was so just big. always in school. Yeah. But after, like I finished my first semester for my PhD and then was like, screw it. Like if I'm going to move to Denver, now's the time to do it. Yeah. So then I just packed all my shit in my Jeep, literally like one Jeep full of my stuff and just moved to Denver. It's a movie script. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Who would you want to have play you in a movie? Oh man. I, I know, don't know. That was a know. trick question, huh? <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. Yeah. I have a few ideas, but, um, that's really cool. So you literally had the the gumption to just pack up in your Jeep. I did. To Colorado. Yep. Leave a PhD behind. and. Yeah, it was very scary. I remember so much on the drive, just starting out, leaving from Fargo mm. on the way to Denver. I was like, holy shit, holy shit, I'm actually doing this. Right. Am I making a mistake? Should I turn around? All those thoughts, right? Yeah. But then once I got to Denver, I was like, nope, I need to just create a new life for myself. Good for you. Yeah. What part of Denver did you move to? Well, you don't have to tell me, but I'm sure you came to Denver, experienced the culture. There's a lot of cool different parts of Denver. Yep. And um, a lot to it. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't really understand like the outskirts or like what like Westminster, like Aurora, Highlands Ranch, Golden. I didn't know any difference, oh, sure. right? So at first at first, like I literally like found some apartments like online. The first one I found was in Aurora and I didn't oh, know, God. don't move to Aurora. Don't go to Aurora. No one no. told me. So at first, like I almost moved there and then someone said, do not move there. So okay. then I'm like, nope, that's it. Like I want the safest place possible. So then I ended up in Highlands Ranch, my first, um, my first year. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It's very secure and, and pretty down there. <laughs> yes, yeah. It it's Costco's and SUVs and yes. yes. Families. Uh-huh. Yeah. Park Meadows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, good for you. So you're two years into living in Denver and you're a really great personality and you're going out and meeting a lot of people, movers and shakers. And I know, um, so you left a PhD life behind to become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That's really, really gutsy. Yes. Yeah. What was the motivation to, to do that? So how it all kind of came to be is during my master's degree um, in my program, they tell you, you are not allowed to have another job. Mm. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, I, I don't want to be broke <laughs> during mm-hmm. my master's degree, like kind of have to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, so my way around that was basically creating my own business. Love it. So 
Yeah, that it's funny. Like they told me I couldn't have another job, but they never told me I couldn't open my own business. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, nice gray area <laughs> to exploit. <laughs> yeah. So right when I started my master's, I actually started both fitness coaching and Sylvation, the headbands. Wow. So I started both. Just both is like very, very much side mm-hmm. things to do on top of school. Wow. Well, I can relate to doing the fitness as a business too and running mm-hmm. two or three businesses. And um, obviously you're very into fitness mm-hmm. and that's really awesome. So the fitness, did it allow you to have flexible hours? Yes. Yeah. I love that. So it's like <laughs> when I needed to study, I could just take a break from the anything work-related and just do what I needed to do mm-hmm. for school, which I was kind of a bad student, but I still did really well. Yeah. Like I'd be in class like – DMing people like for for my business and mm-hmm. not paying attention to what this teacher is saying, but I still did really well. Well, they're the same. You know, you can write the song, but can you play it? If you can play the song, yeah. you're doing great. <laughs> yep. Just get the job done. <laughs> and you're doing that. Wow. Yeah. So fitness, you did that for a while. Um, what did you enjoy most about doing the fitness coaching? Um, honestly, so my last few years of my undergrad, I really started going downhill with my health, not like bad or anything. I just was kind of like, my metabolism was slowing down. I was eating bad food, going to the bar too much, typical college, Mm -hmm. what happens. Um, So I kind of like had to get my life together. I didn't know how. I knew nothing about food chemistry. I didn't even know what a carbohydrate was when I I started. Oh no. Which is so funny, like how it all came to be. Well, you went deep dive in that, didn't you? (laughs) I learned real quick what a carbohydrate was. Um, So when I decided to get my act together, I only had like 15, 20 pounds to lose, which Mm -hmm. wasn't a lot, but to me, like I could just tell I needed to do something. So I got into fitness um, and then I started really promoting that and just helping people was on, like, I was just surprised at how simple it actually is to get in shape. Right. Straight. It, very simple, mm-hmm. but everyone loves to overcomplicate it. But if Deep you don't deep. know how to do it, it's easy to get lost. And there's our niche. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And if you can be that person that just keeps them accountable and just gives them that hold their hand through the process yes. and make it simple for them. Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. But yeah, it, people like to overthink it and get neurotic about stuff. Mm-hmm. Just basically, in my opinion, it comes down to consistency and a little bit of accountability. Of course. That's really easy. Yes. Easier mm-hmm. said than done though. Exactly. It <laughs> takes dedication. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm not even hundred percent on board at all time to myself. So, mm-hmm. but I have people I report to to keep me accountable too. So same. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> always getting coached, always learning, yes. always, always motivating. Well, this is great. So you, um, you're doing the fitness and you're creating, um, headbands yes. like, by yourself. You're creating from hand. Yeah, that was, that was a crazy story. Um, so for a couple years, I, I swear, like I was trying just to find a headband that actually stayed on my head and mm-hmm. guys won't understand this horrible thing that was women have to go through. <laughs> <laughs> like trying to find a headband that doesn't slide off the back of your head. I don't know why companies always make them so big. Yeah. Um, but it's like no matter you you're going about your day or your workout, and the next thing you know, you like your headband. It's it's not even on your head. It it flew off somewhere. Yeah. So I could not find one, and I I found a company online in 2014. And there's the headband the headbands, and they were so cute. I was so excited. They were expensive um, at the time. So. I order them 
I get them in the mail, I open it up, and I'm pissed <laughs> because mm-hmm. they suck and they're too big. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I don't know how to, I don't even remember how to sew with a sewing machine. I'm going to go get my mom's sewing machine and I'm going to figure this out. You taught yourself how to sew. I did. Good for you. Like I learned in home ec like forever ago, sure. but I, yeah. yeah, I had to learn the whole, I was, I had, to, I had to like YouTube it. I'm like, how do you thread a sewing machine? That's awesome. You have, you uh, how to on YouTube too. I did. So. Did. And look at you now. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Oh. Huh. Well, I can't relate to that problem because I don't wear headbands, <laughs> but I like the origination story. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So you, you start creating this product. And people appreciate it. Yeah, people. Well, I kind of started talking about it on Facebook because Facebook was big at that time. Um, just how, I, just that I had made these headbands, and mm-hmm. people, these other women, they started met, like I thought genetically I just had a small head, and that's <laughs> why headbands didn't fit me. I thought it was my problem, sure. no one else's. But then the more I started talking about it, people, are, women are like oh my God, I have that problem too. Can you make me some? I'm like, okay. And then I saw a business opportunity. Yes. So I opened up my Shopify store, which looked like total shit. <laughs> like looking back, I, like the pictures keep coming up on mm-hmm. my Facebook, like throwback. I'm like, dang. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. But, but you started it, right? Yeah. That's what matters. But that's how it started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I know that feeling. You create something, you're like, this is great. And you look back a year or two later, like, that is complete shit. How do they even put that out there? I know. <laughs> yeah. How did anybody buy my headbands? Right. I don't know. Yeah. That's a creative process, though. Yep. And, yep. That's a battle we fight. Wow. Okay. So you create, you found a niche, you found an opportunity, you taught yourself how to sew to create this in your own home, and you're selling them, mm-hmm. and you realize that this can go very big. Yes. And it and obviously it is now too. But so how do you decide to um, flex or gravitate towards one business over the other? Oof. So at first, um, when I first started the headbands, I didn't even think twice that it was going to be something bigger than what mm-hmm. I was doing because I didn't really want it to. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted that side income on top of school, stuff like that. So I put all pretty much all my attention besides school into fitness coaching at that time. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, and then actually when I left my PhD, I did f- the fitness coaching full time for 2000, a full year, mm, year and a half, year and a half, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. After quitting the PhD and moving to Denver. And then um, what kind of happened? I just, oh, uh, I don't know. Um, I just, Something told me last, it was almost exactly a year ago on Thanksgiving is when it all hit me. Like, cause I wasn't, I wasn't, I actually shut down Salvation, the headbands, uh, twice, twice. I shut it down thinking, no, that's it. Like, I don't have time for this. I have to put all my eggs in one basket, do this fitness coaching thing Mm -hmm. and focus on that only. And I did. Um, but then I just felt so drained. Um, I don't know, like I love, I still love helping people. I still have health, Mm -hmm. fitness, all that. Of course, it's my background. Um, But I just, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. And I remember a year ago, almost exactly a year ago, I I was like, I miss making headbands. I miss Mm -hmm. the creativity. I like opening up a shop and like, it's kind of, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) And so I was like, you know what? I think that that's where I want to 
transition back mm-hmm. into it because I just it's the creativity it's coming up with new things you know putting together new styles like marketing I got so into that I I still have a blast with that I don't know why I love it so You're much very good at it. <laughs> thank you um so yeah a year ago I decided to actually to open back up Salvation mm-hmm. and scale it and take it seriously so ever since then it's been a crazy crazy year for sure yes well, good for you thank you. you you know as an entrepreneur and I've I've created a lot of businesses and a lot of them did great or they didn't do great. Mostly didn't do great, but, uh, we learn from our failures, right? So exactly. yeah, fail forward or you yes. know, whatever. So, um, I, I can empathize that tough decision where you're like, I'm not getting as much out of, of, of X as I am with Y and nobody else understands it, but you, mm-hmm. and you go with your gut and you double down and then it starts to make sense. Yes. Yeah. And I like personally, I like operating a few different businesses. So like if I'm not feeling as, physical, I can dial back in the fitness and do more writing and creativity. Mm-hmm. If I'm not feeling as creative, I might just go robot fitness, you know? Yes. So it's kind of fun to flex to those things, but mm-hmm. wow. One year ago, I made a decision to Isn't go all crazy? in. Yeah. yeah. It feels like five years ago, <laughs> but it was only a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I think I know like, why it feels like five years because as a business owner, we're always like every day is like a new cycle of something, right? As opposed yes. to like going in, I did an eight to five job for 15 years and you go in and it's like so routine and mundane and slow, slow, mm-hmm. expected downtime. Yep. I don't know about you, but like, I don't have downtime on Mm-mm. purpose. Like I don't watch the TV unless I'm watching with the wife. It's yeah. like we're winding down. Yes. So yeah, just always, always working, mm-hmm. which I love doing. To me, it's therapeutic. Yeah, I can't sit still. Like, I don't remember the last time I even turned on my TV because I, I literally cannot sit down and stare at a screen because my mind is going and I'm like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. Uh-huh. Like, but I have fun with it. And I mm-hmm. like, yeah, I like being busy. I totally agree. Yeah. And I think um, another thing we can relate on is unplugging, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, purposely, I go into mountains at least twice a week where there's no cell phone service to force me to not work. Yep. But I'll still find a way to work until the sun goes down. And then, then yes. I'll just like watch an iPad, something or other, and fall asleep in the, the front seat. But what do you do to recharge and unwind? It's <laughs> very hard for me to like <laughs> unwind. I know. Um, um, honestly, like what I like to do, um, I love going into the mountains, like especially in the summer and going on mm-hmm. Jeep trails where there's no service. That's I think that's why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Just getting out, fresh air, just not being in city life, not being no service, nothing. Um, so that's my summer thing. So Mm -hmm. now it's like, I don't really go in the mountains a lot in the winter. That's kind of why, like I want to learn how to snowboard is to, to be able to get out and recharge that way. And I, I have fun with it. I'm still very much a beginner. (laughs) Like I'm still learning. Um, but that's something I need to do more of for sure. So like what I do now to recharge or reset in everything is kind of shut everything off mm-hmm. phone computer i'm not by anything like i'll have my phone but like i will leave i have to leave my apartment because that's where i work from all day mm-hmm. i leave i go wherever i feel like just have like a me day yeah i like to do that at least once a week or even a half day yeah yeah half days are good for me too yeah. like that's really cool thanks for being honest about that I can relate to if, if I'm not training people in person or doing a, a events in person, yeah. if I stay at home, I can easily put away 14 hours and just write and work. Absolutely. And that's it's productive and I enjoy it, but you know, it takes away from other things too. Yes. So I'm glad you have something to, uh, to, to get you through 
getting your half day or full day me day. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And snowboarding. I think you know a guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people around you that can take you out yeah. snowboarding. A bunch of people in the community are very awesome and supportive. Um, yeah, and I think you'll really, you'll take to it because you love the mountains to begin with. You like yes. the fresh air. And nobody's on their freaking phones when they're snowboarding. Yes. <laughs> or they shouldn't be unless they're taking a picture. That's a the selfie. different. selfie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Get it for the gram. That's right. All about the gram. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, so when did you fall in love with Jeeps? Ooh. Um, so when I was still in North Dakota, like 2012, 2013, 2014, I always just loved the look of mm-hmm. stock Jeeps. There is no, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, like upgraded, like bigger tires, Jeeps in North Dakota. Like there's mm-hmm. no purpose for that. Yeah. I mean, there is, but just no one had one. Like that's all you see is just this basic stock Jeeps and that's fine. I just always thought they looked really badass. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, that's going to be my next. I, uh, oh, right when I got my, <laughs> my Jeep, I had a Hummer H3. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty big vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I got the Jeep finally and then... About six months after I got the Jeep, my stock Jeep, I moved to Denver. And I'm like, well, shit. I live in Denver. I have a Jeep. Mm-hmm. I have to put it to use. Yeah. And so actually, it's funny. My first Tinder date, my first Tinder date took me in my, because I've never been actually like on a Jeep trail. Sure. Um, so he took me in my Jeep and we drove up to a trail and I was freaking out. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, you're going to scratch it. You're going to scratch it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, So that's kind of how I got into it. And then ever since then, I'm like, this is so fun. And then it just escalated from there. Well, I wish we could show you pictures through a podcast. Well, fuck, I'll put a picture in the link. Yeah. uh, Because you need to see her Jeep. Yeah. It's like, I have a forerunner and it's not small, but her Jeep is going to eat my forerunner. It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, It's got more lights and I don't even know what's going on. Honestly, I've like got to be educated by Leah here. What's going on with her Jeep, but it's evolving, isn't it? It is. It's changing in, in, um, the next month or two. Wow. Yeah. It's going to look completely different. It's going to be sweet. Will it be called Ruby 3.0? Probably not. I'm trying to be more creative and like actually give a real name. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> like Ruby the Rubicon, it's so generic. Oh, that's where it comes from. I was yeah. wondering like, is Ruby like a pet from way back when? Oh, no, no, it's just Rubicon shortened. Yes. Okay. I appreciate your efficiency. Yes. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, all right. So we talked a little bit about being an entrepreneur. What are the pros of being an entrepreneur? Um, I think from everything... Like I'm still learning so much. Mm-hmm. I'm still like such a beginner. Um, I feel like every day I'm always learning something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest pro that I've learned just from experiencing was, you know, to this day was I've never had to ever since I left my PhD until today. Like I've never in that time frame had to be somebody else for somebody else. So yeah. it's like I've been able to really become who I am. The way I dress, the way I talk, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. It's your brand. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. So just kind of like becoming more of me, if that makes sense. It, it does. Yeah. Completely, yeah. Yeah. You report to you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like that. All right. Now the, the bigger question. What would you like people to understand about the entrepreneurial life that they may have a uh, inaccurate perception. 
Um, it's very, very, very glorified on mm-hmm. social media. Yes. Um, and there's so many people like they're posting like with their Lamborghini saying you could do this too, like with their trainings and stuff like that. And I get it. Like, it's cool if you know what you're doing, but there's so many, there's so much misconception that people do actually don't understand what goes back on the back end right. of how like people think um there's so many people that still ask me to this day that have been following me forever it happened the other day where someone was like okay well what's your actual day job and i'm like this right. this is all i've been doing all yeah. year like um so so yeah th- like there's so much that goes into the back end that i'm doing like marketing you know strategy mm-hmm. content photos um graphic design working with my manufacturer like it's so much um it's just so much more work than you think it's gonna be right yeah it's not just a pretty picture right yeah it's like the second i wake up i'm i'm doing something and not because i have to because i love it (laughs) i get that that. it's like if you don't love it if you don't love what you do like where you're working 14 15 16 24 hour days sometimes Mm -hmm if that happens, which I haven't done that in a long time, but if that happens, like you love it. Yeah. You have to make sure you love it. Like if you hate it, you're doing the wrong thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know about you, but when I wake up, I always look up before my alarm goes off at 4 30. I'm up at like 4 15 or four. I'm like, fuck yeah, day. Let's do yes. this. Yeah. Yes. Get the phone. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, yeah, let's do this shit. Yes. And then I'm walking the dogs and yeah, ready to roll. Um, I can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine. I, I did that before and I worked for a corporation and it was a good corporation and did it for mm-hmm. 15 years and worked in a cubicle and it was good work and it paid steady and paid time off, which mm-hmm. like, what is PTO? We don't have PTO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that stuff. But uh, it's a sacrifice because you're you're building somebody else's dream. Yes. And um, if you have a dream that you want to pursue or dreams, then do them. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a, it's a thing like people, people will see your success from the outside and say, oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh-uh. Yeah. None of this was luck. Yeah. Like, is every second. It's work. Yes. Yeah. But it's fun work. It's it rewarding. Is. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully that our enthusiasm for entrepreneurship can be felt by listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it so. Is, I, it will Worth be. Worth it. For sure. But, you know, it might not be for everybody. Some people, a lot of people, I think the majority would appreciate just showing up to a it's not even steady. If they knew like behind the scenes, how things work, like they're just like two paychecks away from complete failure for some businesses. Exactly. But the perception is there that it's stable. Yes. And that's important for a lot of people because they want to fly right at the radar or below the radar and just mm-hmm. complacent. They're happy. Yep. Nope. No problem with them, but mm-hmm. can't do that for myself. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not at <laughs> all. Um, oh, we're covering a lot of stuff quickly. This is great. It's condensed. Um, so, your business has grown a lot since last Thanksgiving when you decided to go all the eggs in one basket for salvation. Um, what have you learned in that process? Oh, I've, I have changed in so many ways since I decided to make that um, mm-hmm. decision. Since I made that decision, um, oh, I've had to learn. I've had to learn and relearn marketing and like how to build and scale strictly using Instagram. And like, I had no idea what any of this stuff was like Facebook pixel, like all this tracking and like oh, all yeah. this backend stuff. Like I literally taught myself every single thing I know. And there's still so much I'm still learning. Right. So it was very like, I just 
head down and I was like, I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've learned so many things just like what makes me happy, mm-hmm. what I want to do and that I'm, th- I will, I was thinking too small. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking too small was bigger than most people think. And now you're thinking real big, real big. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. You, you've taught yourself, uh, some really great, helpful insights with Instagram that I, I actually learned from you and I appreciate cause I applied to my businesses and yes. it's been very helpful. Awesome. Yeah. You're like the Instagram ninja. Yeah. Really cool. Hey, I like that name. <laughs> Instagram yeah. ninja. <laughs> it, it sticks. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, it's cool because I know I tried to apply some of this stuff and I, I don't know if I understand the concepts or, um, for me, I think it was YouTube and my website is where I could get creative and create what I wanted to do. But you're really good about, one, attracting people in with a really good image and then giving them substance and mm-hmm. value. And it's not just like there's a lot of really pretty uh, people and objects and everything on Instagram. It is clean you know, yes. almost clickbait, right? Mm-hmm. So you click on it, but a lot of it lacks character and, and soul and yes. all that. And you definitely have that substance to you, which is really cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool, too, because you do a good job of relaying to the the viewer or the reader what life really is for you right the ups yep. and the downs of vulnerabilities the the you know achievements and the failures mm-hmm. and that's not easy to do it's not no. yeah no like that i just honestly like like to share my life like the ups the downs everything mm-hmm. like because life is hard for everybody everyone's mm-hmm. always going through stuff and i know that and i just like to share that people aren't alone everyone's going through stuff that's a very good concept yeah um you know, so I'm, you probably get this more often than I do, but I'll meet people at, a, at an event like, oh, you have the best life ever and this and that. They just see the shiny. And I'm like, I have a great life. I absolutely do. Yes. But do you know the darkness too and the pain? Exactly. And I don't want to drag your heart through that, but I want to give you the real picture. So mm-hmm. you don't you don't create a fantasy in your own mind and, and then belittle your own self. Yeah. Like everybody deserves to feel loved and respected. And I think when they see what they perceive to be a fantasy and then they, they buy into it. Yes. So yeah. Yes. To give the good and the bad. Awesome. So, uh, we're cranking along. This is great. Woohoo. <laughs> and in the background, you probably hear our dogs, Chloe hey, and Riley. Yeah. They are just loving on Leah. And oh yeah. Who wants to play? <laughs> they are super, super <laughs> enjoying this. Um, so what is next for Solvation? Oh man, a lot, a <laughs> lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I have a lot of things up my sleeve, things I don't want to announce yet. Um, but I am just honestly full sending it mm-hmm. as hard as I can. And, you know, for, for Salvation, it's not just about the headbands anymore. Um, I'm tying my message into the brand. Um, and this is something I've just recently began incorporating is just like inspiring other women to really live their best life, to be their best, mm-hmm. to do their best, to go after what they want and be relentless about it. And like, I don't know. I don't know if it was the way I was raised, what my mom taught me, like my mindset. There's so many girls that they message me on my personal account that they ask, like, how do I get through this? What do I do about this? And I love helping um and I love passing on that information, those tidbits through my brand, through the through the Instagram page for Salvation and through weekly emails that we now send out um, that other bloggers, they write for 
Solvation. Oh, cool. So it's like experienced bloggers. They've got their input. And it's it's like a community now that I'm trying to bring together. So I yeah. like that a lot. That's yeah. really cool. I didn't know you had additional writers. That's really cool. Yeah, that's a very new thing. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. Um, I can tell you from my personal experience uh, running in Gearmit, it's really, as you know, rewarding to read your teammates' work mm-hmm. and see their point of view on the world and how it can affect positively other people and then share that message on a bigger platform because you have a big platform mm-hmm. and that helps them yes. and it helps your brand yes. and everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable. I'm really glad you had that going. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, speaking of the, the headbands, they're going to be in the Engagement Holiday <laughs> Gift Guide coming out next week. So, <laughs> yeah, we're excited about that. Awesome. And um, let's plug you. Where do people find you? Uh, they can find me, my personal page, um, on Instagram at Bosslia K. It's <laughs> a great handle. <laughs> and then my my soul my uh, headbands, um, Solvation Society. It's just honestly pinned at the top of my Instagram. So just go to Bosslia K, and you'll find everything you need to know. And is Leah K spelled out? Uh, so it's B O S S L E A H K. K, that's right. Yes. Got it. Perfect. We'll make sure people know that. And of course, I'll have links to all of that in the notes for the show. Um, yeah. I know you and I can get really deep in some conversations. Um, mm-hmm. We can save that for next time. Um, is there any last remarks you want to leave your listeners? Um, oof. I, I, I think of like a million things in people. Well, just, just do five or something. <laughs> um, I think just honestly, like, don't let anything keep you back or define you. Like the struggles, everyone's struggling through something. Do not let it define you wherever you are. Don't let it define you because mm-hmm. it won't, it, it, chances are it won't be like that forever. And you can grow past anything, pretty yes. much anything. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just, for me, it's been so much about my mindset. Just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've been through some real shit. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let that define me. I'm not gonna let me. I'm not gonna stay stuck. I'm gonna grow right. out of this. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my I go to therapy. Uh, I, you know, you and you know, I've lost all my whole family. Mm-hmm. So I was working with a counselor, and they brought up a really cool concept, and you really embraced this um, called integrated grief. So complicated grief usually takes the person down to a place where they're stuck; mm-hmm. and they can't move forward. You're like the opposite of that. I'm sure there's a lot of pain, obviously, right? Yep. But you find a way to accept it, and you create a bright future, and you bring along people on the path, and it's really cool to see. Mm-hmm. So, yes. yeah, good on you for that. Yay. Yeah. Try. <laughs> uh, you're doing. It's yeah. pretty cool. Um, yeah, we could talk about this for a long time, for sure. Yep. But um, So th- the headbands uh, are going full send. They'll be in our gear guide. We'll have links to her website so you can see the cool content. She's got great models in here. Real life people wearing your headbands, yes, which I love. Yes. A lot of influencers. Good for them. Yeah. See, that's so cool. What's this yellow Jeep? Oh, that's uh, one of my girlfriends that, one of my followers. She lo- she promotes the headbands and she's got that badass yellow Jeep. Dang. Yeah. Is that like a prerequisite to wear the headbands? Is it no, a Jeep? no. Oh. <laughs> There's only one Jeep picture on Salvation, I promise. Oh, okay. Just hers. Well, that's awesome. My wife has a Jeep too. Not this kind of Jeep, but yeah. she will be wearing your headbands. Yeah. Well, Leah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time and, and ch- talking with our guests here. So, yes. Uh, until next time, thanks yeah. for checking out the engagement.com podcast and take care. Bye.